Hello all, this is Chris and I'm with Victoria here and we are Crime Therapy. The views and opinions expressed on this show are solely for entertainment purposes. These views and opinions do not reflect the views of our employers and are not intended for legal, diagnostic, or therapeutic purposes. Yeah. What? What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just a fun show. We say things. It's just our opinions. It's not factual. And if we read it from something, we've we've uh, now been very careful to uh, quote exactly. And um, maybe during this break, I'll finish updating stuff. But I don't know. It's been really hard. Things. I mean, not, my life has been really good. I don't want to pretend like my life is hard. I've just been doing a lot of stuff where moving and whatever and baby stuff and whatever. It's been... I, at the end of the day, I was like, let me update the thing. I'm like, okay, but I should do that, and I will do that. And if anyone has questions about our sources ever, you can always contact us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, and now we're in our season three. I'm so proud of us. We've now done, we've actually had the podcast for over a year, and we have three seasons. Ew. Gross. <laughs> what? I love it. I think we're amazing. We we started our little hobby, and we've actually kind of committed to it versus being like, because we were like, let's just do 10 episodes. But now we've actually done 50-something. Yeah, 50-plus, and we're just like, cool. I don't know. I think, like, we like it. It's fun for us. Like, it's just... You know, it, it, like I was reading something recently too. It was just like, how do you, how are people getting through the pandemic and like about hobbies and like activities? And I really think if like this is one more kind of not hobby or activity, like you know what I mean. This is like something that like I feel is fun for me, and it keeps me like keeps a schedule, keeps consistency, and it kind of helps me to be like, oh yeah, I have that thing with Chris. And I know there's some days where I'm like, oh no, I'm not prepared or oh no, I'm tired. But I mean, for the most part, like I, there's never a day we've recorded and I've walked away saying like, I'm really annoyed I did that. Yeah. yeah. Like I've always been no, like, no. I'm happy I did that. The so. best thing is too, that we've been re- recording in a way in advance. So when we are like, like this weekend, I think we're going to do a case and I was like, I can't do a case. I, I don't know. We had, cause we agree on a theme. And then, like, I know what Victoria's doing or something, and, like, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll find one that matches, or she'll do the same thing, or she's like, probably this one. And I'm like, okay, great. And this week, I was like, I can't do any of these. I don't want to, let's not do this. I don't want to. Yeah. And, yeah, because when and, we had our time nice off, I, like, just kind of made a notes list of, like, if I heard a case, I just, like, jotted it down on my little notes, so that way I'm like, oh, check, check, because there'll be times when Chris is like, what do you want to do? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> same though right where you're like I haven't heard of anything but we have some really good cases coming up too and I think your list was awesome because then I was able to explore some like similar stuff too but I panicked this week and it was just a weird week and I mean who knows I I was telling you I I, this will be in the future so I will hopefully already have had my vaccine but I I signed up to get a COVID vaccine I think that that has um, like it was something I was really trying for. Like I was refreshing the computer and like the the different pharmacies and stuff. And I had the medical vulnerabilities form signed by my doctor because I fit in one of the categories. And then I got the the thing and I was like, oh, I'm having anxiety now. <laughs> like yeah. I have an appointment. So I think that's also influenced my uh, ability to be focused on other things. No, that makes sense. I have my second COVID shot this week, actually, like this Thursday. You got so. yours? Oh, yeah, because you were telling me it was supposed to be on the 11th, right? It was supposed to be on the 11th. Well, yeah, I mean, technically I was, like, it was supposed to be It's about 30 days, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But because, like, February is, like, that weird, like, 28-day thing. So I was, like, kind of whatever. Anywho, long story short, my – the way I was able to get it, they finally sent me a thing that was, like, come this day. And I'm, like, okay, cool. So, um, 
yeah, I have my second shot this upcoming week, this upcoming Thursday. So I'm like, but it's like, it's annoying because the way I have to do it, I have to drive like an hour and a half to go get it. So I'm just like, whatever. But like, I'm it's still driving just 45 like, minutes. Yeah. 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 So it's just like, ugh, fine. <laughs> yeah. No, I really wanted to do Johnson Johnson too until I try to get it like one time in mm-hmm. like a close area. Well, and done. I could not. Yeah. I really, everything I tried was like, I'm like, okay, what about the next town over? Like, and this thing, I'm like, Okay, I guess yeah. I'm going to drive 45 minutes to get two vaccines. I mean, yeah, and the one I got, like, it's just that the first one knocked knocked me out. Like, that one sucked. So, I'm having like, anxiety. But here's, here's the thing. Like, it for myself, like, symptoms came and gone 24, 36 hours. So I was in and out. It was just, like... Adam, I was even joking. He's like, okay, I'm going to mark that on the calendar. I'm going to make sure we have comfort food. I'm going to make sure I leave you alone. I'm like, should I just get a hotel room and just like stay there overnight so you do not have to deal with me? And he's like, no, no, I just want to be prepared. No. Oh my God. Because I don't do well with physical pain. I get super grumpy. Like, so, and this one got me with the physical pain. So I was just like, God damn it. So anyhow. Oh, Oh my God. Um, let me just raise your anxiety, Chris. Like, yeah. I just want to, I want to increase it for you. Oh my God. Uh, can I, one second. Hi. So I had to stop recording because while Victoria and I were talking about the vaccine, I Googled to see if there was one that was not 45 minutes away. And then there was like a bunch of them that just popped up in my neighborhood. And then I had to call my husband because it's the Pfizer vaccine. And I'm like, what do I do? And I like literally got so distracted. Victoria had to leave for a little bit because this is my, this is my anxiety. And you, we were just talking about, you were like, I have ADHD symptoms. When my anxiety goes up, I can't focus on things. And Alex will say, like, he can tell when I'm tired or I'm having a lot of anxiety because I get really spacey. Like, mm-hmm. if, and, and, and that that is a symptom of anxiety, right? Where you're like, I can't hold on to stuff. It's too much. I'm, like, a little emotionally flooded this week. And it's because of the fucking COVID vaccine, which I'm so grateful for the opportunity to get. So grateful that my... Um, my uh, prenatal provider actually signed the form because I know that some people are not doing that. And they, cause in Florida, medically vulnerable people qualify to get the vaccine and pregnancy is under the medical vulnerability form, but you have to have it signed mm-hmm. stating that you're, you're vulnerable. So she signed it. No problem. But I've actually heard of providers being like, I don't know if I should do it. And I'm like, yeah, this is a scary decision, but like, I feel like COVID would be worse and I can't have COVID taking care of a baby and I can't have my husband die if we have a baby. I can't have my husband die regardless because I'd have a nervous breakdown. But like, <laughs> and then I also like don't want these things. And I was telling Victoria before we were recording and I know I'll probably now I have two episodes talking about my pregnancy, but my legs have been going numb at night and they think that what's happening is that like, um, like where my uterus or something is, it's pinching a nerve. So I'm already having trouble sleeping. So I'm like, which vaccine is going to have less side effects? Like, ah, <sighs> again, yes. 24, 36 hours. You could do anything. No, no, I agree with that. I just don't want time. there to be also, I don't want there to be side effects that could cause an issue too, where you're like, you know, when everything, you know, the statement that keeps getting thrown around with the COVID vaccine is we don't know what the long-term side effects are which is accurate, but we do know some of the long-term side effects so far from COVID and yep. those are not good. And that's, that's the other little soundbite that it will play in my head. A, this is not new science, but the vaccines are not. And mm-hmm. B, um, we do know that there are, that are very negative consequences from COVID versus 
we don't know about any negative consequences from the vaccine really right now. And that's the thing to hold on to. So, yep, there we go. Sorry, I had to stop recording and call my husband and schedule appointments. Sorry. But we're back. And now we're going to talk about... Uh, we're back and better than ever, baby. Yeah! <laughs> Third season's a charm, right? <laughs> Although I liked our second season a lot. I think second season was better than our first season. And hopefully every season just gets better and better and better. You know what? I just, I think that's just, you know, a thing about life. We're just doing the best we can. We learn, we grow, we move, we're doing it. Like, yeah, yeah. we're doing it. Yeah. We're doing What's the damn thing. Right? Because like you record stuff and we, you know, it's not scripted. So you're just kind of like, da, 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 and you're like, oh, do I hate how I think or talk? Or should I have not said that out loud on a recorded thing on the internet? Uh, I feel pretty I, good. Stuff. Here's my thought process on that, though. Like, here, here's the thing. What a beautiful moment to be able to have it recorded so you can be able to go back and learn. Uh, like, for myself, like, I know when I've listened to things, I've been like, oh, huh. You want to hear my anxiety? How do I think about that now? Like, my so anxiety what- is... Um, what if what if we record me talking about getting the COVID vaccine and then I die? Ah! <laughs> or the baby. As I tell, oh man, you're gonna hate this. Um, um, it's fine. I know. I recognize this as an an anxious thought. I know. Oh, no, see, no, 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 see, no. This is where I would say to someone with like my OCD people who are like terrified of that. Like you're dead. So so what? <laughs> <I'm> not- <laughs> well, if I'm dead though, it's like better probably than if something happens to my baby you know what I mean because like that's like something I have to deal with alive you know like that's a that's a different thing so yeah no 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 I no seriously if I die I'm like I died also you can have this recording and you make sure you post the podcast episode but (laughs) (laughs) it's better it's better it's fine okay okay I'm gonna transition out of anxiety into true crime Let's just you, let's just take a moment and let's just you know shift those gears and do our thing. Oh, I see that deep breath. That's well done. Good for you. Using Isn't those something but relaxing like true crime. I think it's that concept of focusing your attention from inward to outward. So maybe it is good that I'm going to go first, so that way you can just focus on me, focus on what I'm saying, and if you're noticing those urges to like shift the gears or sit down or pick up the phone or whatever it is, something while you're talking. That's yeah. my anxiety growing up. Bring be, mindfulness, Ooh. bringing that attention back to the yeah. present moment, bring it With back my to the friend here for our podcast, talking about something I'm actually very interested in, and I'm going to talk about things that I'm interested in, which is TikTok. which I don't have because I never downloaded it and my husband has been very discouraging and I I love TikTok I don't know I I like when you send me stuff off of TikTok and uh, a few other people used to and now they don't I love TikTok so very much um so I am a sucker for TikTok but there are some flaws as with any social media platform um and this was actually an article I got from one of my like clinician kind of groups um, it's, it's an article from mashable.com. It was written or I'm sorry, it wasn't written. It was released two days ago. So today's 13th. So I would say March 11th. Um, and the title is on TikTok, mental health creators are confused for therapists. That's a serious problem. <laughs> and it is, I, if I had a nickel for the amount of times I've seen content pop up that are like the three hidden signs of anxiety or like high functioning this. And I'm like, that's not real. 
<laughs> or the worst ones that are like, how to tell if your partner yes. is as into you as you are into them. And I'm like, uh-huh. there are no, there, this isn't a real thing. You can't write this stuff down or say this. Like, no, people are not black and white. There are no four rules to look at. Like, God. Oh, and I can just imagine my folks with it, like relationship focused or relationship themed OCD, like watching those and analyzing it and problem solving. And so it's just like it creates this also problem of just like what's what's happening here. So um, this is a article that really focused on this concept of TikTok and these creators. So TikTok has a therapy problem. Creators who purport to reduce the stigma around mental health issues may unintentionally be spreading misinformation on the app where people who post about mental health are easily confused with real professionals making similar content. So in one video, a woman lists lesser known symptoms of anxiety, including being susceptible to emotional outbursts, feeling restless, being irritable. The woman is making direct eye contact with the camera and is framed so her face fills the screen as if she's video chatting directly with the viewer. In another video, which was posted two months earlier, a different woman listens for traits, which she calls high-functioning anxiety, juxtapositioned being outwardly calm and put together with needing reassurance and claiming that having a cheery demeanor stems from lacking boundaries. Her video looks nearly identical to the first woman's, from bright lighting to the framing to the eye contact with the camera. The difference, the first woman is a therapist, Micheline Malouf. Okay, this is the person actually that I was talking about who I actually had some videos that I was a little bit worried about. Mm-hmm. That is so funny that you said that because we were talking about this before we were recording and I said I follow a few therapists too and she is one of the ones that like I used to really, really like and now I've been like less inclined because she does post a lot of weird things like this. And Sorry, I think it's – but I oh. also – there I have my own little like mm-hmm. bing, bing, bings like brain kind of – questions popping up and so like for that person she's a licensed mental health counselor who's certified by the national board of certified counselors she has 1 million followers and she when she's not creating content she's treating clients at her practice in orlando the second is a former television host turned content creator rachel olson Olson, O-L-S-S-O-N, who has been criticized by professionals on TikTok for posting misleading videos about mental health. She has 1.6 million followers. Differentiating between the two videos and both creators often authorities on these subject can be a challenge, especially when their content looks virtually the same. So I'm going to pause real quick on this before I jump more into the, to the article, but I had a thought about this, how, you know, for a lot of newer therapists, they're trying marketing strategies. They're trying to get people into their practice. They're trying to get their name out there. Um, and so I wonder if there are, and it's like, it's not a long clip. Like we're not talking about like no. a YouTube. No, no, no. It's like a reel. They're all yeah. like 15 seconds. Yeah. yeah. No, so I wonder if there's like, like a if you scroll through her page, some of them are nine seconds. This one's yeah. 14 seconds. Like, and they're all like that 17 so, seconds. And I wonder yeah, if it's like can't... a little hook to like get people to like learn more, which I could see that being very misleading for folks. Like, oh, I have that. And like wanting to like do research. So I could see that being like a, a, a bait kind of to get people yeah. to do to do some research. But for folks who are not mental health professionals, you're just like throwing these things out there and it could just be like, what do I do? And I also have seen that a lot with like, and I don't, I can't remember if the article talks about this, but like that toxic positivity from content creators as well. Like it's true that that toxic, I do believe is a thing. Yeah. 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 So Olsen doesn't refer to herself as a mental health professional and told she a coach. What does she say? She so, is. She's- 
she told she considers herself a mentor reporter who makes content on human behaviors and personality. In an email, Olson clarified that she seeks to approach topics from either a philosophical perspective to promote self-reflection or a journalistic perspective to shed light on more novel phenomenons that we may that we all may deal with but are not classified in the DSM. Well, that's a nice reframe. <laughs> No, I'm like, that's a really good reframe, actually. As you were saying that, I was like, oh, she's really covering her bases there. Yeah, she is. Um, she says, she goes on to say, I deliberately never discuss clinical issues like depression or any any other type of psychiatric disorder. Her videos about anxiety, she says, were about a, quote, non-medical term, end quote, since, quote, high-functioning anxiety, end quote, is not a clinical diagnosis. That's something I get really fired up about when I have people come in that are like, I have high-functioning anxiety. I'm like, I'm going to need you to tell me more. Um, since she has faced backlash from her high functioning anxiety video, though she makes lesser known content about diagnosable disorders and more about phenomenons like imposter syndrome or revenge bedtime procrastination. I think I have seen those videos because I'm like, what the hell is this? <laughs> and sometimes that's just like my brain being like, what is this? Like, why are you here? <laughs> so that's just her though. And not all creators are clear about their limits. Like other professions, hobbies, and interests, the mental health niche on TikTok ballooned last year when usership skyrocketed, spotting an outlet where they could provide education and normalize seeking treatment for mental health issues. Therapists joined TikTok in mass. Many make videos like Malouf's, M-A-A-L-O-U-F's. I hope I sing her last name right, but I don't I think you know. so. Malouf. I'm going to go with that. Um, promoting therapy and listing potential symptoms of mental illness um, viewers may not recognize. In a country where healthcare, let alone mental health care, remains inaccessible to many, these videos can serve as an important purpose. They alert viewers to treatable issues that they may not know are affecting their day-to-day lives. But some creators are leveraging that interest in mental health context for views without being qualified to speak on the complex, often very personal issues. Yeah. So how mental health creators go viral. So they also talked about in the article about how, you know, mental health in and of itself is a very stigmatized process. So I guess the concept was trying to get it more normalized. Yeah, Yeah. to have it be more open. However, it's opening a lot of doors for misinformation to spread more easily. And then, you know, creators post content about those mental health concerns and they pathologize common traits and make claims as facts without proving the evidence to support them. Like the high functioning anxiety, you're like, could you just be a person that experiences anxiety, anxiety. because that's a normal emotion? Yes. Like, yes, and yes, if yes. you have no anxiety, like we, that's maybe more of the issue, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, are you getting through your day most of the time, but sometimes you have anxiety? That's yeah. That's common. That's just, that's justified. That's, that's like why you should have. That's like our human brains taught us to do that. So we can be aware of things we need to be worried about. Like yeah. don't walk on the side of a cliff. You might fall down. Don't touch the snake. It might bite you. Like, yes. Yeah. Yes. And that's why, like, I know for folks that come in and I know the younger folk are a little bit more term savvy. So that's why I try really hard to strike that balance between, I think you're right. There might be something here, but also, are you just a human trying to like navigate these tough concepts? And, um, and I mean, not everybody needs a diagnosis, you know, correct. like you could also come in and be like, I'm having some anxiety, but you might not meet criteria for like generalized anxiety disorder. You know, like right. it's okay if you're like, I, I noticed a spike in my anxiety in this situation. I want to deal with this. Yeah. No. And yeah. I think a lot of, I've heard a lot of um, kids and teens, even maybe young adults right now have, have now come in to offices saying, I have this diagnosis, I meet this criteria. And it's like, 
Okay, you might, but like, do you? You know, and also if you have some traits, like most of these, most things or most diagnoses, we have some traits of, including personality disorders. Like they are literally personality traits. And the only time it becomes a disorder is when they are not flexible any longer. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, and, and I, I hear that a lot. I like to be in these therapy groups where they're like, this person came in and said that they have like um, borderline personality disorder. Like, how do I deal with that? Yeah. And it's like, oh, you just diagnosed yourself with that. That's so interesting. I've had a couple yeah. of people like that come through recently who say that they have body dysmorphic disorder. And, you know, for myself, that's something I have more familiarity with. So I'll pull out my diagnostic tools and I'm like, well, are you avoiding these things? What are your interpretations of these things? Yeah. Are you doing any of these behaviors? And they're like, no, no, not a problem. Every once in a while, I worry about my appearance. I'm like, that's so normal. might not actually be yeah. BDD, <laughs> but might not be diagnosable. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, and that's okay. Like, all right. So, but it sounds like there might be a self confidence or a self esteem thing, or like you know maybe the people you're with could also be influencing your concerns. So it might not be that you have dysmorphic views of your body. You might just be having other things that are contributing to this, you know, view of self. So. Yes. So that's, I just get a little, and then uh, again, my, my ye old personal favorite, uh, I have OCD. Do you now? So like, sometimes I have to lock my car twice and you're like, yeah, cause you got into your car and you were talking on the phone. Yeah. You had to walk back one or time. I, no, no, that's, that's normal. My that's personal favorite is the normal. cleaning one. The, the cleaning. Oh, I just have to keep things really clean. Okay. Tell me like, tell me why. What's, what's the obsession? What's the intrusive thought there? Oh, well, nothing. It's just, you know, I just, well, what's it like if you can't do that? Oh, I mean, I'd be annoyed, but like I could do it. Then I don't think I'm not OCD. <laughs> no, no, God. No, no. no, and also, okay, I'm sorry because I don't want to bash um, this person we just talked about because I still follow her on Instagram. There's, there's just been, I like a few videos. Her. Her. I, I, okay. I think it's just the no, concept no, no. of like, you didn't, but I felt like maybe I was like, oh, some of these videos I didn't like. Okay. Um, you know, and I, I think sometimes I think also being in the field, I'm in a different view of it where I'm like, come on. But then I also think, okay, if she if an outsider makes a comment about clip, that, yeah, she makes yeah. she makes a comment at that. She actually says like, Malouf doesn't see a problem with creators discussing their own mental health experiences to allow viewers to talk about treatment for their own for themselves. But it. she yeah. is concerned about the influx of creators speaking about mental health without the authority <laughs> to do so. Like that's the thing. She goes on to say, "Quote: I think the issue with non-professionals giving that advice because they don't necessarily have the correct information." She goes on to say, and maybe they do have the information from lived experience, but it's not necessarily factual information. There are a lot of people talking about mental health and they're not really qualified to do so, which I think is a, a key point here. You, If you have lived experience, that is your lived experience. Yeah. There is a difference between that and then you taking that as facts about other people and kind of like applying that. You might have similar experiences that overlap, but that doesn't necessarily mean you are an expert on this specific thing. You are an expert in your specific lived experience and instance. That's kind of where it needs to be. 100%. I like this. Clickbait flourished on the internet long before TikTok became mainstream platform and will likely continue to do so after the, I I don't know, this word is zygotist? Sure. We're going to move on. 
TikTok, though, is uniquely poised to unintentionally spread misinformation because of its format. Videos are limited to 60 seconds. Captions can't be longer than 100 characters. And the apps and the app doesn't allow click-through links except in creator bios. More complex videos longer than 30 seconds don't tend to do as well as shorter ones. Videos no. like Olsen's, right, on the other hand, which make general statements, can apply to a wider audience, and they're likely to go viral. So, okay, you were saying, like, this zeitgeist thing. Yeah. that That is talking about, like, that is, like, the overall theme of, like, what's been going on right now. And, like, I think for all of us, if we also talk about, like, TikTok or the reels or stuff, like, we want, like, a little burst of information. And, like, I don't know about you, but, like, have you ever read, like, an Instagram post where you're, like, oh, that's awesome. And then you click, like, more and they've done, like, six pages. And you're, like, I'm not fucking reading this. Like, you give me one or two paragraphs, fine. But, like, you have or- seven no list your sources and let me let me do it myself yeah. like that there was a post that came out recently this it was it was a, it was a flare-up on the OCD community where this person like said very misleading information about the the origin of OCD and like but gave was it no, trauma it was the trauma one but also okay. there was another maybe it was a different person same person same post I'm not sure but it was something about like metals being in the blood and so oh you needed God. like a smoothie yeah. diet and I'm oh like God. yeah okay and I'm like no, 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 no. Based on science. I'm sorry. Like, and I, God, I almost said something. And I like, felt bad. And here's the thing that made me mad is because like there were people who were in the OCD like community who were like, oh, there are metals not, in my like, blood. But, but that, I mean, there are, there are OCD individuals who are clearly like, what? But then like the the um, advocators, the mental health professionals that were trying to comment on that post being like, that's not accurate. That's not correct. And the content creator was actually blocking them and deleting those comments. If so you- it was just like a mess. No. And that is like, if you can't handle a different viewpoint when you're discussing this kind of stuff, I think like for me, that is the clearest indicator that you cannot trust the source. It's kind of like when I was working as a supervisor too, and we'd have these like super supervision discussions and then the the therapist who would not want feedback those are the ones you can't trust because I don't care if you've been in the field for 75 years if you think that your opinion is 100% correct all the time and nobody can help Mm -hmm. you or if you're doing research or if you're studying things and you're like no no other sources are needed and you have to block everything out something's wrong yep like in your box and like if you're outside looking at that like just notice that that box that that person is in is not a safe box that's my view. Like I just had a supervision, you know, yesterday and she's like, what can I help you with? And I'm like, I need help on this. I just don't understand this. Like, what am I doing? Am I messing this up? Like, but in a, I, I think I'm doing it right, but I also want to make sure I have feedback because I don't want to be. We're humans and we're working with humans. So it's all these like fluid things that are not, it's not like when a person says, A, you say B. And there, there are some like, of course, structures in different therapies and modalities where it's like, this is the progression of where you're supposed to be. But like, people don't just follow this week by week. Like, and, and if you had a bad day or they had a bad day or they said something that was like, and then people who pretend are like, no, I have everything covered. It's like, no. And also if you're presenting science, like you should be able to dispute it because that is how you make sure that it is actually like, you know, something that we can consider a fact or, or some, you know, agreed upon evidence-based thing. Yeah. <gasps> so, yeah. Uh-huh. So I, I know. And I was just like, Ugh. so I'm going to think, I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to read a, a couple more paragraphs of this and then I'm going to wrap it up just because this okay. article is a little bit longer and article. I know we reference it, it's but, awesome. um, yeah, so Dr. Ina, oh gosh, these names are just so so good, but I am not good at pronunciation. Kanevsky, K A N E V S K Y. Sounds right. Okay. Kanevsky. 
Kadevsky or Kadevsky. I'm going to go with it. A professor, a psychology professor at San Diego Mesa College stated calling out TikTok creators for making misleading and, and false claims about psychology late last year. She gained a reputation and roughly 780,000 followers for debunking pseudoscience wait, and feuding wait, wait. with creators. What's mm-hmm. her name? Hold on. Can you say that? Because San Diego Mesa College is actually a community college in San Diego. What is her name? Dr. Ina I-N-N-A. K-E-F. K-A-N-E-V-S-K-Y. And she has the videos about this? So she, I guess she is, her platform is about debunking pseudoscience and feuding with creators who broadly cite psychology without providing evidence to back their claims. No, I just posted a video of hers on my Facebook. Did you see that? (laughs) No. Yes. No, no, a hundred percent. I'm not even kidding. So yeah, no, she just talked about, and this is one of the ones that I was really annoyed about where it was like, oh, or it was like, pick the color. It will tell you your personality. And it's like, that has nothing to do with that. anything. That's where yeah. this is going. I no, don't have that, to tell you about you it. You should look at my Facebook. Watch the video. Oh, this is fantastic. So she actually said, she went on to an interview with um, the art, the um, author of this article. <laughs> That's amazing. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> She points out that these videos tend to employ a similar formula. The creators draw the video viewer in with some common felt experience, refers to recent studies or, quote, science, and then states an unproven but easily repeatable claim about psychology. She goes on, so it went on to say, creator Max, oh my gosh, K-L-Y-M-E-N-K-O was a recent thorn in her side. In a sponsored video from late February, he cited the latest science, to claim that wearing black can have a negative impact on your mood and well-being and that wearing orange to red often can increase your anxiety in response to a video debunking what a name by menko's kinevsky pointed out that the latest science Kaimenko may have been referring to a 2018 study published in Color Research and Application concluded that participants may have a cultural and personal association with certain colors, but these associations don't impact mood. Kaimenko did not respond to a request for comment from Mashable. <laughs> so it's a really interesting article. It kind of goes on that even even Kavetsky even just says she makes it clear in her video she's not a therapist but an academic and she tries to teach her viewers how to read and interpret peer-reviewed studies rather than blindly trust viral sources so and she actually goes on to link um like her bio links the library of sources she cites when debunking another creator's videos and she doesn't provide information on clinical details for mental health disorders preferring to refer curious viewers to licensed therapists and psychiatrists it, again, this article goes on. It's a much longer, but I think it just opens up the concept about how do you take this content and apply it more effectively. So, for example, if you are kind of getting curious about a certain diagnosis that someone's maybe talking about, go ahead and talk about it with a professional. Like, that's what they're there for. But diagnosing yourself incorrectly based on a video you've seen can actually have this negative effect of trivializing the very real conditions that others might be truly struggling with. Also, I think it could also hurt your progress too, because if you go in and you think you have this diagnosis and you start walking down this path of like, this is my diagnosis, like, Uh I think that can be very limiting too. I think when I first started in the field too, I, I was very, I didn't like, um, like BPD diagnoses, especially on women. And I had a supervisor and I probably mentioned on this podcast, but he said, listen, Chris, people are diagnosed 
incorrectly all the time. But if you diagnose somebody correctly, it can influence their treatment and it should influence their treatment and that should help them in the long run. And, and like, and it was just very freeing for me to go, okay, this isn't going to put them in a box and keep them there. But if you put yourself yes. in a box and you don't have somebody else who is like helping you with that box, like mm-hmm. I talked about boxes a lot this episode, but if you've decided to walk down one road and I'm over here on the other road going, that's not the right road. We're not on that road. Like that's yeah. going to be you two to get help. And like, you might not have a full diagnosis. And also, I, I don't think you should limit yourself that way. I think sometimes we just have traits that are that uh, impact our life. And that's why you go to therapy to work through them. Yes. Yeah, I, I, it's both. Yeah. It's actually kind of interesting reflected that because I actually had someone recently, we, we had talked about the progress they were making and they kind of referenced, you know, I had no idea what was going on until I actually had someone sit down and talk about this with me and give me my diagnosis and it made sense and I'm on the right treatment and I'm on the right meds and it's just made my life so much better because I know what's going on rather than feeling like all this is going on. But I think the other thing too about that self-diagnosis part just based on viral videos can lead you to kind of, like you kind of said, trivializing your own mental health issues and not maybe acknowledging more serious symptoms you're experiencing. Or, yeah, I was going to say, or you're actually amplifying some of them where you're like, look, I have all of these problems. And then you go to a therapist and the therapist go, no, a lot of that's really normal and it's actually not diagnosable. Yes. And also like they might be causing some impact in your life so we can treat it as like an individual symptom versus an entire diagnosis. Yeah. So I could see where the content could be shifted into a more effective manner where, you know, spreading awareness, but, you know, again, that idea of, of misguided content can diminish the real needs of, you know, exploring what's going on with those conditions. So that's just kind of what is showing up and being just, again, if you have questions, do your research. Please don't take a 30-second clip as gospel. And, and go see a professional. Yes, yes. They exactly. exist. They're to help you. That's the point. Yeah. actually, diagno- And it actually says, diagnosis aside, content about mental health issues should focus on pushing the viewer to seek treatment if their symptoms yeah. impact their day-to-day life. Licensed therapists tend to treat tread more carefully than non-professional creators do in discussing mental health and make it clear that the content they may offer, so that they may offer advice, but it's not a replacement for therapy. Treating mental illness is highly personalized and tailored to each patient and applying one treatment method to a broad swath of viewers is ineffective and at best, at best, and dangerous at worst. Yes. So that's my thought. Again, the article goes on a lot longer. Social media. Yes. yes. Don't don't get your facts from social media. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Woo-hoo. So should I start talking about my social media related uh, case? I would love you to. Okay. So I was, uh, you know, I've been adding like a lot more um, like meme creators and uh, celebrities and whatever. I've actually really enjoyed my Instagram experience. So I also Facebook, I, I'll say this again. Facebook was really sucking for a long time, but I joined a bunch of groups on there and there's a lot of like support and like good communities. And I do recommend that if you have, um, uh, like any kind of issue, like, I mean, or, you know, if you need not even an issue, I'm in a baking group on there and I'm like, these people are so nice. And I post like a a cake and they'll be, I'll get like 60 likes. And I'm like, Oh, that was awesome. I'm glad I'm not the only one that looked at this. Also, Facebook is dog groups to me. Yeah, like, no, no, and they're great. 
Oh, sorry, when you were talking earlier, and this is totally off topic, but I did want to mention there is this article from technologyreview.com and it's called How Facebook Got Addicted to Spreading Misinformation. And it actually talks about like how the algorithm has like kind of baited people for fake news and also some vulnerable people who have been like, you know, finding this QAnon stuff and like the right wing things and like the capital. And it was kind of talking about how it's good for Facebook as a company to grow these algorithms because then they get more groups and stuff. But actually it's also like baiting people who are vulnerable into finding these communities of like hate and stuff. So I'm cracking up because I know I asked you maybe a little bit earlier, if you're watching, if you had watched South Park, South Park just did like a um, bigger episode for the quarantine and they had, (laughs) they had a couple things about QAnon that were kind of funny. And I should probably watch it. I it's this article. Though, if you hate it, you hate it. But like, no, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I probably wouldn't hate it. I do like adult cartoons a lot. But okay, because I just wanted to throw that in there because I actually thought about that when you were first talking about it. I'm like, if anyone is interested in how like Facebook can influence society and how it did influence society, and they even talk about like you know obviously Russia with the election. Um, yeah, there's some other stuff. Anyways, yeah. go on. Um, um, I have been following meme people, but I also follow a lot of like political meme people where sometimes the stuff's funny and sometimes there's posting articles. And I saw this um, clip of this Uber driver where he's like, please put your mask on. Please put your mask on. And there's these three women in the backseat. And the woman who doesn't have her mask on, I'm not kidding, leans up next to him and coughs next to him like, (coughs) and they're like screaming at him. And actually one of them rips the mask off his face and one tries to take his phone. And I'm not advocating violence here. I'm really, really not. He was so calm. But I was like, if that was me, I really would have turned around and punched that lady in the face. Like, and I don't, I'm not a violent person. Like I don't punch people ever, but I couldn't even imagine like this man stayed so calm, but okay. So this is Pull a over and out. So, okay. So, the, get so out. he did he even tried to get them to buy a mask so he could continue the ride like at a gas station. So, but anyway, so this is what happened. Okay. The article is Yahoo news. It's called women arrested for coughing, pepper spraying Asian Uber driver in San Francisco. And I think that they highlight that he is Asian because I, I think there, you know, there's this, um, wave of increased violence against Asians in the U.S. Yeah. 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 So, okay. So he, this man was actually from Nepal. So he's like Nepalese. Um, But so apparently he picked up these three women around in San Francisco at around 1245. One wasn't wearing a mask, which also goes against Uber's policy. Right. And so he um, asked them to wear a mask. Apparently they started yelling like racial slurs at him. Yep. And there's a mask. There's a dash cam video. So I don't know when it was turned on. Um, So the riders like eventually leave the car, but one of them allegedly pepper sprayed him as they were leaving. Um, This is, this is why I wanted to share this. So one of them got arrested on Thursday. Yep. Um, On a warrant for assault with a caustic chemical assault and battery conspiracy and violation of health and safety code. And then one of the other ones said that she's trying to, she's going to be turning herself in. I'm sorry. I just, I, I, I made an assumption in my head and I don't know if this is correct, but this just sounds like a bunch of white women. Is this, I, I don't think actually any of the women are white. I, I like from the video, it looks like maybe two are black and then one, I don't know. I'm like, I, I don't want to speculate. It's not, okay. I think it's just entitlement, you know, and I, I want to be like, it's a bunch of Karens, but actually I think it's just That's like, what I thought. That's why I was person. just like, I, I, and I, I knew I needed to catch myself. Cause I was like, I had the automatic interpretation of these. This is a bunch of white women. Um, isn't that like, I think white women are more entitled and we also get yes. away with things. That's why I was just like, yeah. it sounds like a, like, 
because I think because again with popularity of TikTok and things like that, there's just been a lot of Karen camera. Yeah, like a lot of camera footage of like white Karens like being a fucking white Karen, and it's like, God yeah. damn it! Like, no, stop it! <laughs> I, I, yeah, I don't want to guess like their backgrounds, but I mean, I don't, I don't think any of them identify as white. And the person okay. who coughed. I don't and know. It doesn't like, make a di- like it, it no. shouldn't make a difference, but it's just like that's where my brain immediately went. So I fi- and I I was like, you didn't hear that, so don't make that inter- uh, interpretation until I just you. Think they're being assholes. Okay? Oh, really? One thousand percent. It's just wild. Like so, like Uber was like, they're all banned. We're not going to have them on there. I think they're following up with him to how to help them. San Francisco <laughs> PD like jumped in and was like, no, unacceptable. But like, I do wonder. I, it's really hard because I'm like, are you just assholes who are entitled to are like, oh, I don't need. Actually, two of the other riders are wearing masks, even though they kind of got aggressive with him. I, I'm like, they knew to wear a mask. I don't understand. I just whatever. Again, I think we've talked about this with like, that's where you you turn to your friend and you say, what the put your fucking mask on. Like, don't be a fucking asshole. But none like, of, I feel like I don't have friends that would do things like this. I would, oh, like, no that. one would ever assault somebody, like, or pull their mask off. And if they did, I'd probably, like, punch them. I'd be like, what are you doing? Like, God. No, you just make friends with the Uber driver and talk about how they were on that, sh- that reality TV show. Okay, so that's a quick side story. Victoria <laughs> and I got picked up by a man who was on, um, Daisy of one? Love. Daisy of Love, I was gonna say Flavor of Love, but he was, and I actually loved those shows, and and then he was like, no, or I think one of our friends was like, no, you're not. What is that? She kind of gave him a hard time about it, yes. and I was like, that's fucking awesome. Like I was genuinely thinking that was awesome, and I think yeah, but yeah. he was on it. That was totally yeah, him. I took a picture with him. him. Yeah, <laughs> I said, like, can you take a selfie with me? He was so sad. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, I think I remember being like. I guess because the person that was in the back with me and I was just like, stop it. Like, stop being an asshole. It's like, oh, you were on a reality show. Is that a pickup line or something? Yes, yes, yes. I was like, but I was like, we can ignore her. I actually think this is rad. I would love to be on a real, no, I mean, I would never now, but I think when I was younger and I loved all of those shows, Flavor of Love, like Daisy of Love. Oh, yeah. That was some good shit. Oh my God. Awesome. I miss it all. Yeah. Oh my god. Anyways. Anyways. So GoFundMe, it was actually set up for the driver as well. Um, and I mean, honestly, I, I think it was probably I, I, they threw around these racial slurs, but I think they're just assholes too. Like I think probably. they came with no mask on and they were like, oh, I'm gonna do whatever the fuck I want. And if somebody yells at me, I'm gonna, you know, not Is pull that, off. And that I think that's also that kind of idea too of like you are doing a job for me customer's always right you can't tell me what to do this weird like entitlement thing it's is the mask thing too I, just... I mean you know that person that got stabbed in like a, a was like a Rite Aid or something a few months ago where she uh-huh. the worker had gone up to the guy and said like you have to put a mask on and he like attacked her I just I don't I don't understand when like common courtesy went like way out the way like they were like you're infringing on my rights i'm like this is a this is a private business what the fuck you talking about no shoe what happened at like no shirt no shoes no service like we know that fucking well and we understand that but like out (laughs) out (laughs) 
<laughs> I mean, Stop some it. people. I, I was, I'm on this like group for my city now, and there's a lot of people who are just assholes. But they'll be like, I won't go to this place because they require people to wear masks, and I Thank have you. never and will Please never don't. wear a mask. No, but she was like, I will never and so what businesses won't make me wear a mask? And I was like, God, I can't believe you exist. Oh, five hundred thousand people in the U.S. have died. Five hundred thousand that didn't need to be dead. Like, just wear a, it's a so petty. I can't. Okay. I know, and most of our listeners are already on this thing, so they probably don't want to hear us complain about it more. But uh, I was just really happy with this article because it's a sad thing. But I had seen the video before there had been any arrests, and I was like, I hope these women get what they deserve. And they got arrested. So, yeah, satisfaction. Good. Fucking yeah. good. No, 100%, right? I was like, I wanted to share this one because it felt like good news to me, even though it's, like, sad. And this poor man was definitely abused it's- and attacked. Yeah, yeah, but it's that kind of idea of, like, justice. Like, justice for someone who was just trying to do their job, just trying to, like, help them out, asked them to follow the expectations and guidelines, and then was met with this, like, like it's pretty severe, over-the-top, like, fucked-up backlash. Like, are you kidding me? hmm Like, you were in this person's car. Like, no, 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 no. Pepper sprayed him. Yeah. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. But set aside because they are going to get in trouble for it and they're not getting away with their bad behavior. Whoop, Just whoop. like, I know it's a, also a kind of current event, but like that guy who from the um, Capitol riots with Nancy Pelosi's office throwing the temper tantrum. I do not have a source in front of me on that one, guys, so I do apologize. Richard but Barnett. I actually had a Washington Post article right. that was going to talk about one of the options. And he was like, it's not fair. He says, quote, this has all been a bunch of crap. He yelled before the recess while he was in court. Not fair that he has remained in jail. But all the actually, other guys got out. <laughs> no, and some of them haven't. But they actually said the reason that he's being kept in jail—that's the guy with the, like the chair on the desk. So just yeah. so we're clear, because he fucking went there, videotaped himself, took pictures, whatever, and then he turned his phone off while he traveled back to like Nebraska, wherever he was from. He also was wearing like face coverings, and so like, the, and he paid for everything on his way back in cash. So like, he could not um be whatever and he had also bought like a stun gun prior to going to the capital so like i i mean he i think he should definitely had an intent and like means and no 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 sir no no yeah Ooh. Yeah, so if you want to see that article, that's Capitol Riot suspect pictured in Pelosi's office screams, it's not fair in courtroom tantrum. I love when people get what they deserve, though. I do, too. Like, were you not held accountable as a child? Like, no, probably not. Probably not. I think that's the thing. Like, I think one thing about my mom, I think I will very much appreciate the, the day I thing? die. <laughs> one of the few things. Thank you for calling me out there, Chris. Your, mom, your mom's lovely. And- yes. But, like, she was very much like, no, you made a mistake. You're held accountable for your actions. Like, sorry. And I was like, oh. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) So if I'm being an asshole, that's on me. Nobody's going to get me out of that. Like, I think that was something that she tried really hard to instill in me and my brother. Oh, yeah. I mean, my mom was really scary, and that's why I have high-functioning anxiety now. (laughs) Get the fuck out of here. Actually. (laughs) I'm done with you. Get out of my office. See, it's nice though when you have like a good rapport with a client though, and you can kind of throw those jokes around. Like, that's enough. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So is that a, is that our transition out of the show today? 
get out of my office. Yeah. <laughs> Come to the end of our time. Get the F out. Bye. Bye. Bye.